We are at war. We need a team. Let's do a head count. A super soldier. The demigod. A couple of master assassins. And there's me. I have an army. Yeah, we have a gnome. Welcome to VTW Productions and our coverage of the 2012 Phoenix Comic Con, featuring your favorite superhero commentary team, the Casuals. Casuals assemble! I am Gnomewise. I am Gonora. I am Iolite. I am Daxa. I am Grail. And I am versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. Casually Hardcore. Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. GMT, only on vtwproductions.com. Okay, it's 4.30. It is 4.30. Hi, everyone, and welcome to How to Dance a Shindig. We hope you're all in the right place today. If you aren't, well, stay anyway. We might be entertaining. We probably will be. So, we all do try to start out with this lovely thing called introductions. Yeah. Hi, I'm Donna Noble. You might recognize me from such shows as Doctor Who. Okay. No, actually, I'm Christmas Martin, and I have absolutely no qualifications. Oh, wait, I don't have to do that this time. Yeah, you don't. You actually have qualifications for this one. I do. Hi, I'm Christmas Martin. I took 15 years of tap, jazz, ballet, and hip-hop, plus five years of belly dancing, and that's why I'm qualified to sit up here and tell you absolutely nothing about how to dance. And My name is Gabrielle Johnson, and I did many years of um, couples dancing and ballet, mostly point um, hip-hop, and I've done belly dancing since I was a little kid. So, And we both dance avidly in the SCA, which is... And that's actually why we're probably up here. A lot of people know my face. It's okay. Yeah. And my face is everywhere. So when I was asked to do this panel... I said, sure, I will take another look at the episode and actually go in there and see if this dance that looked vaguely familiar actually had anything really, really to do with um, the medieval dances that I had learned over the years. And if it does, I will see if I could break it down and actually teach it. Now, when I actually got in there and looked at it, yeah, it does have to do with about what seven eight eight or eight or so different dances but if you put all of those moves together back then it would be basically illegal the the dance would not be allowed to happen in public because um obscene among other things to them i mean it's just like how in previous like back really early how they were only allowed to put certain notes together because that's what was done um it's the same way with dancing medievally, and um, that I looked at it and I was like, "Well, a that's a lot of complicated moves that most people take an hour to learn, like half of that, um, and that's just too much to teach in one day." So, so the feed on demonstration we kind of had to sort of nix because a they weren't going to break down my room and change it up where we actually had room to do it, which was rude of them, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And B, it was going to cause a whole lot of frustration and on my part, your part, and my bad legs part mm-hmm. to try to teach something quite that complicated. So I decided, well, we're just going to switch it up and we're going to talk about that dancing incident. And we're also going to talk about several other times where dance has been used in Joss Whedon's world to cause either happiness, sadness, freakouts or, you know, anything else, because if you notice, he actually does use dance a lot in all of his shows. So I really like it when my audience talks back to me. Which is why we all we asked y'all to move up. And um, because I really just can't stand it when people just let me sit up here and gab at them, which I can do, but it's pretty boring for me and it's really boring for you guys. We can talk to each other, but you wouldn't understand it. We get off on crazy tangents. It's that and we do half sentences. Yeah, a lot of half bad. sentences. So we, we will start, though, with the dancing in Shindig because it is a kind of important thing 
And um, so, as we were saying, it, it is an amalgam of medieval dances and an interpretation of how they might have grown and progressed through time and been reinterpreted into this Western Asian world that we've got going on. Um, it's also interpretation of how it would have been interpreted into this very strict cultural world that we have on this planet. And it's very funny because you see Mal come in and he should not be able to really do this as well. So they actually did have to add the line in of, I think I know this one. <laughs> because to explain the fact that he actually is quite a good dancer and picked up very quickly on the choreography. And, um, but you'll notice actually whenever they drop away from showing the highly choreographed steps, they just go into a basic waltz in the background, which pretty much is very easy to learn. You can learn it from any YouTube video. And when in doubt, put on a fancy dress and waltz because it's always classy. It's always nice. And, and if uh, you can count to three, you can waltz. Yeah. And it's always romantic. So it's one thing, gentlemen, learn to waltz. It's the one thing you can always do to sweep a lady off her feet. Even if she doesn't know how, lead, learn how to lead, and you, you will always get And the ladies, lady. don't, don't forget to follow. Sometimes we, we forget. I mean, I know that I do, because, because in doing dance, I, I forget that I have to actually follow occasionally. Yeah. It, it's a difficult thing in today's society to follow. Yeah. Not uh, good at it. But it is a ritualistic thing and uh, something that, uh, that we don't do enough. And I know that we all go to these dances like the raves that we have at Comic-Con and the Time Lord Party and all these things. And we don't, people don't couple dance anymore. They don't. Well, we sway. They, yeah, they, they grind. You know, there's not, there's, there's not. no, you know, talent in that. Yeah. But and, um, uh, if, if you can hold each other up, that's you know, that's great and all, but um, yeah, that's not. And it's kind of a sad thing that it's not that the beauty of actual movement of people and the ritual of it is not as explored. And I think it's really nice that just put that in that these people would gather and. Express, you know, their culture through that and the ritual of the upper crust, as it were, through that and um, everything, and that you would, and show that you would need to be part of that society to do those things and to mix with the right type of people to get certain jobs or to be a part of certain people's worlds, and. Yeah, that's really my spiel on the actual get-together well, of Shindig well, as far as... in watching, um, I, I haven't really watched, like, a lot of Firefly, but I did watch this. Um, and it, Yeah, she's only here for her dance skills. Yeah, I'm good at that. I, I'm good at, you know, moving pretty and looking pretty. It's what I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rose, we know. You know what? You're just here for decoration. Donna, calm down. <laughs> Best Tim and Chizik. Just because he likes me better doesn't. Yeah, well, relationships come and go. Best friends are forever. That is true. Um, but it, I noticed that, especially, Joss Whedon is really, really good at this. He loves to, and, and they're not always like extremely big moments with dance. They're not always like, oh my gosh, this is a great dance. This is so beautiful. Most of the time, it's just. It's kind of in the background, and a lot with this one, it was the same way. I mean, and I just love the fact that it wasn't like the most prominent thing. That wasn't the only thing that was going on. Because in dance, normally, it's not just that. You know, it's not just the whole thing. It's the story behind it. And with that, that episode, you actually get to see the story behind what's going on. And it's kind of cool. I like it. And maybe it's more important that Kaylee brushed off the dancing to talk about, you know, oh, hey, I'm talking about engines here. Um, you know, it's more important than dancing. So, okay, so what's you guys' thoughts on this particular episode and everything that's going on? Talk yeah. to me. Talk to me. Talk. Come on. 
Oh, come on. I've had two really, really talkative panels today. I, I, I can't have... I don't want to sit here and talk the whole time. While I can, please don't. Please don't make me. Come on. Come on. Feedback. Anyone? Yes. Yes. Um, do you want me to? Yeah, let's see. We got okay. Harold and Love. So Harold and Love is one of them, and that is um, mainly it's a couples dance where you switch partners and everything. You also have basically Italian bumper cars um, when they kind of medieval go dances off. have great names now. Yeah, they the really SCA, they they, they do. do um, but I mean, they're all dances that we've. We, we've renamed and have different, you know, steps to, but they're all within the patterns of what they would have back then. Um, you have a lot of um, them, like, kind of just meeting up in the middle and barely touching. And to be honest, they wouldn't touch back then. Um, they they would kind of just flirt, 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 and, you know, pass each other by. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. <laughs> we talked about this last night, and we came up with, like, ten of them. Yeah, um, we were drinking. We admit it. Well, I was I was drinking. You she were, was drinking, and I was sober. To stay awake. I was trying to stay awake so I could go to the count for the game room. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> um, well, the steps to the several of the steps are actually common to several that dances is true. because um, the strolling and the when you're when you're side by side with your partner and you're kind of just like strolling along up and down the hall as it is um that that's that occurs in a lot of dances um it it happens a lot and the times where you come up to each other and you and just barely yeah. almost touch that happens a lot as well so it's coming I mean, about six dances yeah it, it's it's mainly it's just a lot of dances have the, the same components um they're just put together in different orders and different ways um, Which makes them all really fun to learn because you got to keep them straight. And yeah, it takes a while. It takes a little bit, but uh, they're really easy to memorize because they have the same steps. Put, Put them in the correct right. order. It's yeah, putting they, they them in they order that sucks. They could have put a little flick of winch in there. That would have been good. That would have been funny. You know, that would have been really awesome. Yeah. Um, that's basically where you uh, take your partner and they kind of jump and you kind of guide them across to you. Um, that's a really fun one. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun because um, we have That one would be a little too country, though, for the group they were portraying. A little bit. That, that would have that been a dance that definitely most of the crew would have known, probably. Like, like a barn be, dance. That would have yeah, that that probably been more of one of those. But um, do you guys have any other questions about this at all? None, really? Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> questions. Come on, questions. <laughs> It's definitely a major part of the whole ritualistic courtship because yeah. um, it's it's one of the most important parts because um, how it used to be is that basically guys would come to court women and they would come to these balls and there would be you know, like time slots where they would be able to dance with women. And that was the only time that they really kind of got alone together where they could have a conversation without 10,000 people hearing them. Yeah, it was so, so right there. You know, they with literally right next to you. And you wore your dance card on your wrist, and it was all arranged, and the person got the dances. <laughs> Not <laughs> exactly. Thing, but... but um, <laughs> It, but that, that does have a lot to do with it. it. It's kind of like a romantic part for them because those two people who normally wouldn't get a chance to be alone with each other get a couple minutes, and it's, it's just that moment where some people fall in love or, you know, it, it's that moment for those people. Yeah, and I think it's funny that they called it, you know, shindig, conversely to the fact that it was a very high-class party, and a shindig yeah. is a very low-class party. It's normally like a barn-raising kind of party. Know, I, I really related well to, to being called shindig because I am from rural Arkansas, and so that's what we do there. We we have shindigs, uh, which is more of a barn dance kind of thing. You yeah. know, it's like more throw everything out of the barn, sweep it out, put your beer in a bucket, and, you know, kind of thing, and it's very which homespun. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> More of a homespun term, and uh, yeah, not, and, a, not a high class term. Yeah, it, which that's why. Which is funny because where I'm from, people do still get together and have parties where people dance and string up lots in the barn, and 
really do that. Yeah. Yeah. Thing and then out in the and gazebo, then, yeah. the you know, yeah, that would right there. That would, yes, yeah, that would normally are, be. Yes, and yet they serve exactly yes. the same purpose. Yep. Really. I mean, but even I'm, and I was actually going to go on to that because I love the fact that he had um, Summer Glau out there dancing like that because she was a ballerina. It's what she did until she got injured, and he originally had used her in Angel as a ballerina as a dancer and any excuse to let her dance is just yeah. a wonderful thing because just well any excuse to let her use movement to use her body because being as classically trained as she is it's just you know and to let her use her extension to let her move is just because she can convey so much yeah Yes, because, uh, I mean she's brilliant. Actually, quite often um, in fighting scenes, stuff like that, it's really it's a, it's a dance. It really is um, because it is choreographed and it is um, it it's if you think of it as a dance, it's a lot more pretty. Everybody well, else. and because of what she can do, they don't have to use nearly as many stunt doubles for her. And if you think of, like, even in Serenity, in the fight scene, they use the fact that she could kick back and up and over her head. I mean, that's a dancer's extension. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody who's not a dancer can't do that. Well, and, unless they're, like, a gymnast, well, a gymnast or something. But, you know, someone but, who's not trained well, in that manner can't do that. Yeah. And that's just another instance, really, of using dance training yeah. to even pull it into a fight scene. And when they slow it down, it does show you it is a dance. Mm -hmm. And they really did just use everything that she could do with her body, which was just wonderful. And if you compare the way that they filmed her fighting versus the way that they filmed Buffy's fighting, where they did have to have really extensive use of a stunt double, who was strictly trained as a fighter, really. She didn't have a lot of dance training and was older, a little stockier and everything, didn't have that really lift dancer's body. You can really see the difference because, I mean, it was amazing fighting, but it was just completely different in its look and feel. Yeah. Um, and if you if you slow down um, most of the fighting in, in anything, uh, especially Joss Whedon. And, yes, I know we're getting completely off on a little bunny trail here. It's okay. We I'm, do that. I, I totally do that. And feel free to steer me back on target <laughs> when I do this. Um, but... I mean, push, if push. you slow down that, I mean, and you take and you take away the the weapons and everything like that, most you don't of them have to sit in the back. You can are. come close. Yeah, I don't really. bite really. Well, much. Hard. If you ask, we might. <laughs> but um, anyway, I'll try to get back a little bit back towards where I'm supposed to be going. Okay. Maybe, maybe a little. All right. Um. There's actually, and because we're not actually doing any actual dancing, we'll probably run just a little short, but you know what? It's the end of the day, and I'm figuring nobody's really going to mind if we get out 15 minutes early or so, because I know we just had a chance to eat, and probably a lot of you haven't even had that chance yet. So um, anyway, so I'm going to move on a little bit from uh, those two instances there, unless anybody has any further comments, questions about Shindig or Safe. Anybody? Anybody? Mm -hmm. Or anything that in that w within that uh, movie or anybody want to shout out? Uh, I'm uh, totally not dancing. I, I have heels on and I've been wearing them all day. Otherwise, I would. And we have no music, and I'm like not yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um. Um. Maybe. Maybe next year. <laughs> next year, I would actually love it if I could actually get a room that was cleared. Yes. Um, and I asked actually if I could have a room that was partially cleared. And it didn't happen. And um, I would actually like to have something happen next year where I could really get something that was a totally cleared room. And and well, and, and maybe like a two-hour time slot and, so that you could actually teach the class. And get a longer time slot so that I could actually do something that was really taught and then maybe take it to like the steampunk ball or something next year. Yeah. I would yes. like to do something maybe next year that was a little more 
lengthy and planned where people would really know what was going on and where we were we could actually have a dance that you know have have a two-hour time block where I had time to really teach uh, and do my own choreography not the choreography from the show because and work it out myself and have something where we could get out there and perform a little piece maybe that was a little more thought out and stuff where it didn't require an even number of like boys and girls you know but was all along the same line would y'all yeah. think that would be a cool thing for next year maybe if we could plan it if, if cool? would there if be interest in doing that next year yeah. all right well i will work on doing that and getting it on the program for next year then okay cool okay because if we can um get that in the works then i would totally be willing to work on that and because I, I think i have some friends that would be down for that you know <laughs> all right so I will, I will work on that because, you know, I'm around. I work in gaming as a normal thing, you guys. So, you know, I'm a coordinator for I'm gaming. I'm her assistant. So, yeah, and I'm always around. So, and uh, I work at Sabo, too. And uh, so everybody can come see me in gaming pretty much cons all year long. So yeah. <laughs> I will be at the Doctor Who yes. party later, of course, you know. We both Donna will. can't miss the Doctor Who party. Nice. And um, I have. At Aitenvelt, like the Barony, uh, I haven't done a lot of stuff with the Barony of Aitenvelt, but I have done a lot of stuff with uh, Sun Dragon and the Kingdom of Aitenvelt. But yeah, um, this is a might, might I say an aside to those who have been involved in the SCA at all. Can you? Uh, this is a former Bard to, of the Sun. Don't do, oh, why do you have to do that? Yes, I do have to say former Bard of the Sun. Yeah. For those that don't know, that is the Kingdom level Bard that is chosen uh, by the King and Queen for their reign. And uh, so, yes, yeah, she just, that's why she has a superstar badge there, you know, because she has an amazing singing voice. And also, I'd like to say that she just graduated high school yes. and had a solo with her choir and everything can, else. Can we stop talking about me for a little bit? Let's get back to I gotta, the I got I to gotta brag on you a can little. We, can we, can okay. we not? Because you know that it's just going to make me blush and, like, hide under the table. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, no, I wasn't, but... I, Actually, I I couldn't I, I missed mixed weapons war a little bit, um, but I was I was there and I did participate in the dancing and I did participate in the in the bardic I think I think I participated in the bardic I don't remember um, I, I don't, I, everywhere yeah she, <laughs> she does so many bardics that she you never keep it straight. Yeah, I was there. We are we are all here. And I was there. I swear. We are shindigging. We it would be a lot easier to shindig without the chairs. Yeah. But we are working on a plan for next year where maybe we can get a two-hour block of time so we can do some choreography. And, and maybe and, and have a room. All right. Well, that sounds we're going to work on that because we have a group that might you know, want to do that and maybe be able to roll that into some performance maybe at a steampunk ball. And Grouping things I think together. I and, uh, hey, I just met you. This is crazy. Okay, sorry, okay. we've had that song stuck in our head for days. Yeah, and, uh, I can't get it little, out. So um, <laughs> but um, anyway, so if we've kind of you know maybe exhausted a little bit of the actual Firefly stuff, we yeah. can move on to. Um, actually, I want to talk about the um, dance in Buffy because people don't think about it very often, especially when they're not thinking about it in regards to Once More with Feeling. But dance was actually used a lot in Buffy. And I guess I'll try to take this semi-chronologically. Okay, go for it. You, go can, for it. you know Buffy better than I do. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, I don't watch so it. I used to. we're going to start with... Um, probably second season when she comes in right there at the beginning and does the sexy dance <laughs> with Xander and uh, to she's just come off being you know the summer when she comes back after she was momentarily dead there yeah. and comes into the bronze and does the sexy dance with him and is all did I ever thank you for saving my life don't you wish I would because that's kind of a big moment because she's coming in and she's still reeling off everything that happened and off of prophecy and everything. And she's really kind of in a self-destructive mode. And Joss is using the fact that she's coming in here and being really provocative. Especially with Xander. I mean, who is not somebody that is really is, somebody she's normally provocative yeah. with, who she's turned down and been very, you know, oh, you're just my friend with and everything. 
but he's using dance to say, oh, you know, hey, baby, this is me, and I'm going to try to be this different person, and I'm putting on this persona of being this way, even though it's not really how she feels. She's but, like putting on a faith mask. Yeah, well, even though faith is all way down the line, but, you know, yeah. she's putting on this mask of being this other person because she's not ready to deal with things. And um, so people can do that. They can use dance as a way to hide and a way to put on a persona. And um, so anybody, any comments on the dance in that episode? Anybody, anybody? Any, well, I am batting a thousand today, guys. Huh? It, it is a long okay, time ago. Okay, it is ago. true that um, the last episode of Buffy did air nine years ago last Sunday. Everybody feel old because it made me feel old. I yeah, I I even feel old with that one because I have watched like every episode of Buffy. Because it's true, we just need to accept it and move on. Because <sighs> hi, I've been to a lot of Trek panels, That's and true. you know it's been ten years for Next Gen, and it's been. And then keep um, talking about it. It never ends. Yeah. I, I don't think they're ever going to stop talking about it and being obsessed with it. Yeah. Maybe, and, uh, maybe they'll luck out and get, like, a new episode of Trek, make them happy. Well, they keep going on to different, you know, versions, so. Tangents. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, Bunny trails. <laughs> Squirrel. The, uh, I, I really think that, you know, a lot of people, um, especially, like, people that even now, I mean, People that don't want to deal with what they're going through tend to, you know, they get in this self-destructive mode and, and they do stuff that they wouldn't normally do. And that really, really shows here. Yeah. And I think that's just just recognizing that, hey, you know, teenagers do this, you know, because he's a great studier of human character no matter what. Bye, guys. We'll miss you. Yeah. Is that your hammer? Don't forget it. Um, especially... Especially like teenagers, um, when they go to like certain dances, if you know somebody just broke up with them, they're gonna be sluttier than normal. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, it's season three. Okay, um, have fun with that. And uh, we'll get to season three in a moment. Okay. Um, speaking of that, I guess we will move on to season three. Um, I'm trying to go in order, and it's really hard to go in order. Uh, just, just go around. Okay. Don't how worry about, about order. How about going with? Uh, Season three, uh, Buffy and Faith, when Buffy gets into the once again self-destructive mode of, hey, I can do whatever I want because we're the Slayers, two Slayers, no waiting, and they're out at the bronze and they're dancing together, everybody, come on, every man in America loves this scene, right? Every man and half the women? <laughs> come on, everybody It's a what? You know, and then, like, they need to go kill some vampires, and, like, Buffy grabs Faith and is pulling her off, and she's all like, call me! And she points, like, six, Faith points, like, six guys at once, you know? Hi, because that's, you know, her persona, and she's like, oh, you know. Two slayers, no waiting. That it's, just explains it all. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and, uh, but once again, it's that, you know, instead of being, I'm Buffy, and I'm all about the rules, and I'm all about responsibility and everything, no, she goes out with Faith, and she's skipping school, and she's blowing everything off, and they're out at the bronze, and it's like, we're going to party, and it's just the girls, and, you know, who cares? And it's all about, you know, attitude and everything, and once again, you know, it's just drop everything, party with the girls, have a good time, and he shows that by going out and having a dance party and everything. And yeah, I'm like all starting because I'm not getting feedback, guys. Well, okay, like, I'm Absolutely. Everything. Yeah. It's, it's a very repetitious theme. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, okay, should I do a funny one? Maybe a funny one would get them going? Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. You guys are kind of like just you guys sitting here sleeping? and staring at us, is it, and it's kind of awkward. Okay, wait a minute. What by do you watch? By show of hands, how many people in the room have watched Buffy? Okay, it's most of the room. I'm not the okay, so, okay. you know, we're not, we're, not, we're not complete, you know, okay. rabbit hole here. Um, All right. 
How about when we split Xander in two and he's trying to prove his identity and he does the Snoopy dance <laughs> to prove who he is to Willow? Come on. We have to love the, I'll prove who I am. I'll do the Snoopy dance. Do you guys know what the Snoopy dance is? Show of hands. Who knows what the Snoopy dance is? Who's done the Okay. You, you do it. I, I told you, you would if, do it. If it will cause some of them, I will come down here. I will come down to the front of the class. It's really entertaining when she does it. Just saying. Yep. I can't. Yeah. Dresses Dawn, and when I'm supposed to be all like, oh wait, I'm a temp from Chiswick, I'll be a fool. Yeah. That really doesn't take much. All right. So, um, okay, I did this. Okay. Dance. So, thoughts on the Snoopy dance? Is that a good way to identify yourself to your friends by being silly and saying, proving something that you've done since you were a child? Now, how is that making dance relatable to your world? Come on. Yes. All right. Exactly. Thank exactly. you. Feedback. Yay. And it was good feedback. I'm impressed. Um, not that the rest of it hasn't been good feedback, but, uh, I'm not knowing I totally need a drink. <laughs> really, it's just Pepsi. Look, I'm opening it sealed. Um, but if, if you, that's really what dance is. I mean, it, it's you opening yourself up to whatever. I mean, most people, the reason they can't get up in front of people is because that's them opening up in front of people. Um, and they just can't seem to manage to do it. They're too scared, I guess. I don't have that button. Yeah, I mean, obviously I don't either. In the brain, out the mouth. Yeah, OTM syndrome. Has everybody heard of OTM syndrome? On the mind, out the mouth, and I'll filter in between. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Yeah, but most people they have a problem with, especially when they're by themselves. As you get later on in society, they get more and more like, oh, I can't do this. But um, if Because you, go, you don't have the trained and structured dances. Yeah. Because you did miss the, you missed the first thing where we were talking about all of the structured dances, too. That's um, okay. Mo most, of, most of the dances, especially most of the people back then, uh, they were taught how to dance since they were kids because that was just a part of school for them. Um, and now people aren't taught so much how to do that. And so... Yeah, because how, how many times did you get to high school? You know, how many people when they got to high school thought, I can't dance? Were there a bunch of people? Raise hands. Really? Raise hands, come on. Yeah, high five yeah. yeah I wasn't it. one of them, but yeah. yeah. See, a lot of people, they got up there and they thought, I can't dance, I don't know how to dance. How in the world am I supposed to go to the school dance because I can dance? And even if you did, you might have thought, oh, I can do the, there's really two classes of people. It's either the people that think, oh, I can do the trendy dances, the fast dances, but I can't slow dance. I don't know how to slow dance with somebody. Or the people that, I can do the slow dance, the sway dance, but I can't do these popular dances. All right? Yeah, like, I, I can't shuffle. Or you don't go at all. Yeah, a lot of people. Because people just aren't encouraged to do that. And it's like it becomes this thing where only the popular kids do. are the people that want to go and not us geeks. I'll admit, I was a trained dancer. I did not go to most of my school dances because it was a cultural thing. Yeah. I, I, uh, I've, I only went to like two of my, like two of the big dances, and that was mostly prom. So <laughs> that's pretty much all I did. And I really think that in a large way, it's like with the prom episode of Buffy and everything too, you know, that she was, that Buffy was so determined, you know, to give her friends a good prom, yeah. a normal prom. You know, no matter what happens to me, I will give you guys a normal prom. You know, no matter what it costs me. You know, it's kind of just saying that everyone should have that chance. Yeah. To go and experience that and be a part of something. And it's just another thing that he's saying that this is part of your rite of passage, that this is part of your culture, and you should have a chance to do it. And it's just another way of him saying, you know, it's another 
dance-related item that you know it's, he's making commentary on, and which is why I think that the things that we do here, like at Con, with having all the dances that we have, and be it the steampunk ones, the Time Lord, the whatever, or the Geek Prom, because it gives people a chance that maybe didn't choose to do it when they were in high school or whatever. To kind of break out of that shell and to have to that opportunity. To go back and to do whatever sort of dressing up costuming that they want to do, that they feel most comfortable in, and to go and do that in a place where they feel safe, where they feel comfortable, where they know they're not going to be judged, where they know that what effort they've put into that costume is going to be appreciated, and we're, oh my God, that's cool, that's awesome, we think that your style is really cool, even if it's not exactly what I'm doing, I think what you're doing is awesome, and you know, it's a place where you're not gonna get that negative judgment nearly as much as you might have in, say, public school or whatever, because on the one, most of us are older, a little bit at least, and most of us, and, um, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> and, uh, but, um, or at least open-minded and not judgmental, and we have a similar mindset because, you know, we are geeked and we're smart, we are cool, we're like, you know, we're better than that, and, um, and we choose to be here, so, and, um, and we've seen these things and what can happen, and because we are educated by this mass amount of geek world, like everything that people like Joss Whedon have exposed us to that have taught us, hey, there are cool things out there, and, you know, do it. Sorry, it was my profound moment for Friday afternoon when I haven't slept enough in like three days. So, discuss! Those. Yeah. Discuss, my lovelies. Yeah. Me? Um, well, I used to build houses for a living, like for 15 years. And then I was a photographer, and now I'm disabled. My left leg pretty much doesn't work most of the time, so even getting down there and doing the Snoopy dance is a little bit hard on me. I'm wearing a big knee brace underneath the pants, actually. So. <laughs> and I'll be going to school. Yeah, she'll be going to Humboldt University in California. Northern California, don't hold it against me. Yeah. But it's up so far that it's past the vineyard, so it's, it's, or it's almost Oregon. No, but I hold a degree in business and marketing. Yes, I can sell ice to Eskimos. Why? <laughs> Body language is important in dance because that's how, how they express themselves. But it, why are you making it so complicated? Is it that complicated it? or are you making it that complicated? If you just, sometimes it's just time to just let it go and just go. I'm sorry, my dance panel has just turned into modern psychology. Sometimes it's just, you gotta just go for it and, and hope for the best. Like, I'm sorry, do I need to suddenly take the mic just down here in the front and just get with my audience and just... Yeah, like, do, do, you, do you need us to come down? Like, I'll come down and, like, hold the mic in front of you while she answers questions. I'm good at that. I know. Yeah. I'm just like... I was like, I feel like we're getting a little profound here. And, uh... <laughs> um, it's funny, we can turn Dance 101 into Psych 101. 
Come on. What do we got? Yes. Mm -hmm. There aren't a lot of... Uh, there aren't a lot of scenes that carry the kind of dancing that I do uh, because I was a point dancer and I did a lot of couples point dancing. Um, but the reason it's my favorite is because ballet can actually be coupled with a lot of different types of music. And actually the most interesting form of ballet I've ever seen is a ballet dancer dancing to hard rock. Because you don't think that those two would go together, but... If the if the dancer is trained well enough and they're fast enough, it is just beautiful. Uh, those two, you would think that they would clash and not go together, but they do. Um, but my favorite my favorite scene from a movie would definitely have to be, um, and, and I know it's not necessarily dancing, but it is the the fight scene from Serenity where River goes in and is just going crazy. Um, <laughs> Mostly because she's so very calm about it and she's so delicate about it while she's, you know, killing people. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's why it's my favorite scene is because it's so dainty, but yet people's lives are ending. You know, it, it, it yeah, I'm a little crazy about that, but <laughs> maybe, I guess. You? Uh, me? Um, well, I guess I am probably most partial to jazz because I did it the longest and oh god I have to pick one <laughs> at least you have options I have options <laughs> um can I narrow it down to two yes uh, two how about I do two um either my two favorite numbers probably off the top of my head Mm -hmm. are either I love the choreography and I really do prefer the stage version to the movie version of Out Tonight from Rent or yes. Dance 10 Looks 3 from A Chorus Line. <laughs> yes, that would, that would probably be my, my favorite. And yes, I probably could do either number cold right off the top. Um, actually, I And nobody remember. would want me to hear, to hear me sing them because I can't sing a note. Yeah, please don't. Not, no offense. I love you, but just... I admit it, though. Just, just shh. I'm okay with it. You can do the dancing, and I'll do the singing. It's okay. Yeah, not on this knee. Yeah. Um, I blew it out in roller derby. But, um, dude, I know I had more, but unfortunately, I'm as scatterbrained as anybody when they come to con, and the notes from my panels are sitting on the table right beside my front door. Yep. At this point, my dog's probably chewing on them. So mm -hmm. I've been winging it all day. It's my third panel of the day, and I've been winging it completely all day because I'm like a kid caught without their homework. Or, or a kid in a candy store, really, to be honest. No, that's you. No, okay, shut up. <laughs> Wouldn't you be a kid in the candy store? If I were you, yes. Yeah. Um, see, we've gone off on the tangents. They don't know what we're talking about again. we need again. to stop that. Um, yeah, no. See, this is what happens when you just let us talk to each other. This is why you need to participate. That's why we need help, guys. Help. Because otherwise we just end up in rabbit holes. I'm trying to think of, I know that there was like... Um, there are more. Well, it, we could talk about... You know, not necessarily dance numbers in Joss, just Joss Whedon. We could talk about... No, it's a Whedon panel. We were talking about just Joss okay. Whedon. And I'm just trying to think. I know there was at least one in Dollhouse, but I can't remember. But I've been talking about Dollhouse all day, so I'm kind of, you know... Done. Um, if you guys have anything, you know, help to me talk out, about... Come on. What about help you guys? Help me help you. Dance. Help me help you. What do you what do you what do you think of what dance, when you dance in anything Whedon? What are you guys thinking of? Come on, dance in Toy Toy Story or something. Come on, help me out. <laughs> What's the other thing? Cabin in the Woods. I haven't seen it. Do they dance to the chainsaws or something? Come on. Um, see, there we go. See, I'm, I'm failing because I didn't go see it. <laughs> Oh, cool. Hey, you just have one of those. Yeah, one of those. Nice. See? So, yeah, it's, it's another, I think it's another one of those. 
Yeah, and it really is a reoccurring theme yeah, for Joss because quite he, quite he quite to, often he uses he, he kind of does have a ballet obsession if you haven't noticed because yeah, he's weird. used that motif in most of his shows. I mean, and and there's I, I've noticed that there's a lot of kind of like music drives them to do uh, kind of crazy things. Um, where so should we touch on the 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 whole thing huh? once more with feeling? Yes, like the OG bar song where yeah. music causes River to do crazy things like punch people in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like punch a lot of people in the face. And hey, dude, I totally have the, the fruity OG bar thing as a ringtone. So she, yeah, she does. It drives people crazy. Um, uh, but I mean, he uses music a lot in his works. And I, I love it because it kind of shows the darker side to music of what it can be. Um, because a lot of people think, oh, music is pretty, you know, and it's great, or it's like hip-hop, but to be honest, music has a darker side where it can drive crazy people to do the craziest things. Maybe not go out on a rampage and kill people necessarily. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it it drives you to say things that you wouldn't normally say. Um, You know, should should we touch on Once More With Feeling and any of the the choreography (laughs) Because, you know, I mean, can you really talk about dance and Joss Whedon without just going there just a little bit with some of the numbers? Because, I mean, that was really n- not the strictest, you know, oh, wow, he's, we're dancing because it was kind of necessary in a musical. But they did kind of cover the gamut of, you know, very kind of a 60s pastiche number and a very high musical number and all that good kind of stuff. So... Anybody, any commentary on that one? We do have a Once More With Feeling panel. I think it's Sunday. If y'all are interested. And, uh, wow, I'm just batting a thousand guys. I feel like a big fail as a panelist here today. Because <laughs> I feel like I've like not covered the most interesting things here. Um, is there anything that you guys would like to talk about with Joss Whedon? Like, a- anything. They really, they actually, really they are. Um, yeah. Yeah. And even when um, Hawkeye, oh, <laughs> even when Hawkeye's like shooting, he, even when there's that moment where he's on the rooftop and he's shooting, yeah. Um, it's a very graceful moment because he just like it's kind of like a dance up there, and then when even though it's a lot of smashing. Um, because that's what the, the, the creatures that they were fighting, you know, needed in order to die. Um, it, it ended up being very, very artistic and kind of, it was like a darker side to it. So it, it as far as I'm concerned, it was really pretty, but. I feel like teamwork in general, when it's teamwork, it always feels really graceful. Yeah, it always, it always kind of feels, kind of feels like a dance. Especially when they're fighting and being like working together in a team. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's always. And that that is really artistic how they do that, and I I love it when they do. Yeah, yeah. With with the way that his characters are written, um, I've noticed that they kind of replay themselves a little bit, um, but it's not in a bad way. Just as much as you keep seeing the same people over and over again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Joss Whedon is my god. Shut up. <laughs> Joss Whedon's amazing. What is wrong with you? <laughs> but I'm about to today. Um, but yeah, the, the, it, we were we were about to throw things this morning in one of the Doctor Who panels when somebody said that they didn't like, you know, they didn't like Joss Whedon and they didn't like Firefly and they didn't like all them. we were like about to throw things. It was bad. We were like, are you serious? Get us together. Um, it was awful. It, because was a, was he doesn't be just violence. do that. 
people people assimilate Joss Whedon with Buffy and Firefly, and that's it. Now that they've got Avengers out, maybe more of his other stuff yeah, will he's get... Yeah, kind of at that, I can write my, my own thing, you know. Oh, I'll just do whatever I want. And the rumor mill is that he's like, oh, I don't want to do another Avengers. And we're like... Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, I, I will find him and, you know, be upset. Oh, I, um, I, I, have my, I have my cool Joss Whedon story. <laughs> okay, go with your cool Joss Whedon story. You know, you know our friend Beverly? Yeah. Her husband got Joss Whedon to film a thing at Comic-Con where he actually did the proposal, her proposal from her husband, Brian. It was like, he was filming and like talking, blah, 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 blah. And by the way, Delphia, you should really marry Brian. So That's she got a Joss cool. Whedon proposal, and I'm just epically jealous. I wish I could get a Joss Whedon proposal. I know. That would be, like, the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and, like, she didn't even, like, I don't think she even thought it was that cool at the time. Because uh, she's made a fail. Yeah. But maybe uh, maybe now that Avengers is coming out, more people, he'll be kind of, like, not in a bad way mainstreamed. And then we can get, you know, another season of Firefly. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but hopefully people will associate him with more than just... Firefly and Buffy, because that's and being all the master rewrite is. guy, script doctor, you know, of the world, and uh, which seems to be his mainstream claim to fame there. And uh, all right, any other like big actual dance associated questions? Since I've you know gotten off on the bunny trail and the squirrel trail once again, and ooh shiny, a chicken, because um, I do that. Anything else? Anything else? Going once, going twice. I will totally work on the concept for next year, though, of getting us a nice two-hour block of time. Sounds great. Working up some good choreography and seeing what we can do. We're about 10 minutes early getting out of here, but you guys go get some food. Get ready for the dance tonight, whichever one you want to go to, because we've got, like, epic stuff going on all over the place tonight. And come see more panels. If you guys want to hang out with me and actually talk about stuff that I may actually have a grip on, I do shameless plug here. I'm actually discussing morals in the Whedonverse tomorrow afternoon, where we're going to be exploring, um, wow, can he do that? Uh, everything from mind control in Dollhouse to bringing back the dead in Buffy and everything in between. And we're going to have some like actual, hopefully, good debate where people are going to really talk back with me. And uh, so like that should be a really fun time. And I promise to be a little bit more with it tomorrow, really, truly. I love you guys. Thanks for putting up with everything. And have a great con.